Welcome to a psychiatrist's take on the Bible. This podcast does not provide psychiatric, medical, or professional advice, opinion, treatment, or counseling. It contains general information for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for psychiatric, medical, or professional care. It does offer a unique, so what, take on the Bible of a board-certified psychiatrist who is also an ordained minister. I've always found that people that try not to be a bother are the most bothersome of all. It is worth noting that most prayers in the Bible are supplications. They are, quote, bothering God, end quote, for my needs. I've seen a lot of trouble caused over the years by people who don't want to be a bother, including myself. We don't ask for our needs to be met, but feel hurt if others don't just see and meet those needs. And even if the person wants to be helpful and find joy in giving, it's often ruined because I don't ask for and don't even feel comfortable in noting and being grateful for what they do. Being afraid that if I'm too grateful, I'll put pressure on them to keep doing it. What are some reasons that I'm hesitant to ask? Why does God have to tell me over and over again, ask? Maybe I believe that letting the other know that their help is really appreciated, would put pressure on them. And of course, I don't want to be a bother. It's good to bother others. Otherwise, it makes it hard for those who care for us to know what we do or do not want. Then, when my unspoken needs are not met, it is easy to feel hurt and store things up and explode. The other person realizes that they have been doing whatever I finally talked to them about for a long time, and not doing what I need them to do because it just never occurred to them. Now all of a sudden, it comes out as I can't hold it in any longer. Then the giving person wonders what else they might be doing or not doing. They will come out down the line, and they find themselves walking on eggshells and just giving up on the relationship. Then I feel like, see, See, when I finally speak up for myself, I get abandoned. But what if I had spoken up for myself early and we could have worked things out and had a deeper relationship? So often, for example, when a couple gets married, the relationship is big and important and along comes a little problem. And they think if I talk about this problem, it could endanger the big, important relationship, so they stuff it. And that makes the relationship a little bit smaller Along comes another problem, now there's a pattern. So they stuff that one too, and the pile of problems grows, and the relationship shrinks until the problems are bigger than the relationship, and they move on. God tells me, ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened unto you. It's in Luke eleven nine and Matthew 7, 7. Jesus even is a good example. He comes and knocks on our heart's door and asks us to open up that he might come in and eat with us. Revelation 3.20 
God told King Ahaz, ask me for a sign. Ahaz refused, seeing he didn't want to bother God. And God got mad. He says, if I ask you to ask me, then asking isn't a bother. It's disobedience not to ask. I'll give you a sign anyways, he said. I must learn to bother the Lord with my needs. But it's hard. Not wanting to be a bother feels like being humble. But it's actually a judgment of the other person, a judgment that if I asked, they'd be bothered, even though my needs are not ridiculous. It's because the other person is so judgmental and uncaring. I don't actually think that, but that has to be the basis of it. The truth is that I'm terrified that I might ask and be turned down, and that would be a real blow to my sense of worth. If I risk being a bother, then some good things come from it. If the response is negative, then at least I've clarified the relationship is unhealthy and that it is something worth knowing. If I don't ask and this response would have been positive, I lose out on that positive response and opportunity to build gratitude and relationship. It's been my experience that most of the time when I ask others to help, they say no or maybe just ignore me. I sometimes feel the Lord will be like them, that he's too busy to be bothered with me and my needs. After all, he has taken up with helping all those other more worthy people and that my needs will just be a bother and I should deal with them myself. I know where this feeling comes from. As a child, my earthly father was too busy as a missionary to meet my needs. My head knows that transferring this feeling to God is silly, that he is not a man, he is not my dad, earthly dad anyhow, but I am working hard at becoming more of a bother to him. Bring all my situations to him and share the burden. So far, he's never let me down. There's also the worry that if I share my needs, I might be judged as weak. I've experienced letting my boss know my strengths and weaknesses, asking him to capitalize on my strength and help me with my weakness, only have them make fun of my weaknesses and ignore my strengths. It's still good to ask people for support but I mustn't attach my worth to the outcome. There might also be a factor of wanting to feel abandoned or unsupported so I can feel sorry for myself. I remember once as a child lamenting that no one loved me. My older brother started singing a song about how everybody hates me, nobody loves me, I think I'll just eat worms, and made fun of my misery. So I rationally concluded to just stuff it and deal with it alone. The Lord assures me that he will never leave me nor forsake me. That is, it would be very hard for a woman to forget her sucking child, and they may. Still, God will not forget me. Isaiah forty nine fifteen. Dear Lord, the truth is, I need you every hour. Without you, I can do nothing. I even need your help in being aware of my need. And help me to ask for help. So from now on, I plan to be a real bother and bring everything to your loving attention. Love, Burl.